welcome to my podcast, Don't Make This Weird. Each week I invite a special guest to talk about their life, the news, politics, and anything else that might come up. Welcome to another episode of Don't Make This Weird, the podcast. Uh, being that this is the last series of this particular show, I am bringing on new friends and old friends and some of uh, the most popular guests from previous seasons. Um, and this week, I am absolutely thrilled to welcome back someone who I love, adore, and respect above all others. Um, she was here in series two for one of my favorite episodes, probably one of the only episodes that I have listened back to. Um, please welcome the amazing, the brilliant, the national treasure that is Jennifer <laughs> Harris. Hello. Yay. Yay. I'm slightly ratchet though. Can national treasures be ratchet? I mean, I I consider like Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown to be national treasures, and they're oh. a little ratchet. So I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. That that is amazing. That I'm in, that I'm in amazingly good company then. Yes. Um, and so I I I want to I want to start this off and get get the ugly business out of the way, uh, being that uh, I want to get your take on the uh, Womblands drama on <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> this is the loudest L I've ever seen a woman take. This is the, the loudest L I have seen anybody take. And me sitting here at, you know, and at you know the level 40 of sonic rings uh i was you know when i was dating there was a certain you know level of decorum that i was taught right you know uh if you you know these again these are cishet terms so if you were to go ahead and date a guy see a guy and three things would happen like either he was trash and you, and you were warned or you were tr or he was trash and you were never warned and then you you neglected both and you, you know, you slept with them anyway. And then now you look stupid. So now, so I was taught like, Shh, don't tell anybody that like hush, like that does not need to be all over the world. That is something you need to just like internal internalize, cry about, you know, you may bust a window out of his car, you know, you get drunk. <laughs> you, you process that outside of the, outside of the prying eye. You know, no one in the thing that I've and I've had, you know, multiple videos on my portion of uh, Beyonce's Internet flag because there were women who were saying that, you know, um, you're taking up for him. I'm like, no, no one is excusing him. The whole situation is flaming trash. It is flaming trash. The thing that I can say is me as a because I've never been a man, me as a woman, I would not have brought all of that to where people could see it. Well, I and I think never it's, it's the thing with our never, generation. Dude. That like you don't you don't air your laundry on on the internet. I would have nothing in nothing in my dating repertoire 
which includes failed marriages, bogus relationships, one night, <laughs> and you know, and nefarious fun night stands. Nothing in my dating repertoire would make me say, you know what, I should share this with people. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And I was talking to my guy about this that social media kind of gives us this acceptable level of narcissism. Where, you know, everything, you know, it's my phone, it's my app, you know, it's my platform, me, 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 me. And then it gives no room for introspection. So, I mean, you know, on some end, on some, on some end you know, uh, you know, this respectable, respectable versus ratchet, you know, dynamic that women face, especially, you know, Black women, especially women of color. You don't, there's nothing in me that can look at her and be like, you know what, I can get behind that. There's there's nothing, everything in me wants to take her phone and be like, shut up, stop talking. You're making it worse. Because the more you talk, the more people, and then now it's come out that, you know, she was lying about, you know, having, you know, having lost a child. And, you know, it's come out that he like, now he's married. And, and now, you know, and, you know, in all of, uh, you know, my ratchet brilliance, I'm like, all y'all prove that he was out here fucking. Like that, like as noble as he tried to be on this app, you know, as unreproachable as he tried to, be, as he tried to be, all y'all proved was that he was out here fucking, and you know, and that now from that from this debacle, you have people who were performative allies who, whom have have now weaponized their particular pl- platform against you know any kind of any kind of pushback because they decide to stand with Chelsea rather than seeing the larger magnitude of this because this white woman got on a on a free app and she was crying knowing the history of what happens when white women cry and just you know all we have to rally behind chelsea no what we can do is take five minutes take a beat and ask questions because the me you know again it's sonic level 40 the first thing i think is what is going on like what like what like why the only, the only reason I know that a woman would be crying in public like that over a man is that once she really had genuine feelings for him or she wanted to get back at him. Like, which one is this? Either way, this don't need to be on the internet. Just, and the fact when I when I heard the sound, I cried laughing, Greg. I'm like, <laughs> there's, there's like, there's like merchandise. It's part of the Urban Dictionary. Like, like y'all are committed to this fuck shit. Y'all are committed. Yeah, look, there are shirts. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, oh, this is a thing. This is a thing. Okay. Just checking. I, I, I don't want to lend like credence to um, rumors that I have, have heard in darker corners of our portion of TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. But allegedly, this is all some sort of going viral type scheme between the two of them. I um, you know, would not, I would not put it past. I wouldn't, I would not. Again, it's this uh, acceptable form of narcissism and it's, and it's, and it, and it continues to be this like growing endemic monster. Like, and then again, it goes to, you know, us being a, a, at a certain age where, we were dumb before before uh, social media really got to be a thing. Thank so, God. You know, uh- <laughs> <laughs> like, man, man, I mean, you know, we were dumb before that. So, so the stupid stuff that we did, you had to either be there or someone had to tell you who was there. 
Like, oh, you know, Jenny and Greg got drunk in New Orleans. No, they didn't. How do they know? You know, <laughs> it could be true. You know, so you, so you become a legend in your own time zone. But the thing, I would not put it past. Because now supposedly uh, he's he, he's leaving the app as of today. And like she, and now she's, you know, from what people have found through uh, her particular uh, Instagram story, now she's proven to, you know, she called him like, uh, she called him Navajo Legolas. I'm like, it just, yeah. it's, it now it has become this this abomination and you almost can't look away because you're like oh my gosh th- there is so much happening here there's so much happening and then the same mind in the same frame but what the fuck is going on because <laughs> because it because <laughs> it because again we were dumb before people had cameras everywhere like we were stupid before people could tell you you went viral it, it you would then be like be a legend among your friend group like remember the time when or remember when we went or remember when someone's if you became your own mythos but now it's like you know let me just google it that it's we it's weird it's really weird and the thing that that um you know keeps being being repeated and or recycled in in this whole thing is why you know if, if if this person told you this lie okay that's one thing and then you accepted that lie. That's another thing. And then, but at the same time, it still goes back to the onus of the two people in this particular uh, situation. He says he didn't communicate well. You said he's a lie. Okay, but the situation is still trash. So what do you want? So you, as one adult in this situation, what are you going to do? Like, like what about this says, let me embarrass him? But to me, but that don't that, again. It speaks to you know, the vindictive, the vindictive nature of women. And as I said, because, you know, I, I too have been a treacherous woman, but not to the point that let me air, let me just air out everything that I did, he did in front of everybody to see. Again, that was something that let me just process by myself. Let me get drunk about, I may, you know, I may curse him out on his voicemail. Like, I mean, I may do something to get him immediately, but nothing to the point that let me say, you know, let me go destroy him. I'm not going to give some, someone that much of my life energy. Like, you, I'm like, you know, how much, you know how much life energy it takes to like get up and hate people? Like you go to bed, you go to, like, I hate these people. Then I, then you get up, oh, I hate this person. Go to bed, I hate, you know how much energy that, no. That's a job. That's a job. I'm not going to do that. No. That sounds like, that sounds like Fox News behavior. I'm not going to do that. To have to like decide that, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make videos about this. Like what? you you have to open the app and then record the video. And if you don't like the video, you re-record it. You know, not not saying that these are things that she did, right? But well, I mean, she did record videos because we have sounds and remixes and you know club bangers <laughs> to prove it. But, right. Ah, right. You know, knowing the way that I make videos, if if like I'm watching it back after I record it and go, my eye looks a little wonky there, or is is that a booger in my nose? I'm gonna start over. Right. You know, There's but every- to go and turn on the ring light and like there there was a level of production that for me personally 
doesn't lend to the believability. There's some there, uh, you know, in the immortal words of Sherlock Holmes, the game. The game is afoot, Watson. The game is the game is afoot. Some, something is going on there. And I've and I have never been the type of person <laughs> to try and spin a narrative with that with that kind of intensity that I didn't write down. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to pull for, pull from my life energy to do that. Like I'm I'm just I'm just not. So if it if it actually at this point, you know, were to be something that um, they worked out, I wouldn't even be surprised at this point because it, keep, it keeps bringing all these other people in. Like the, like the longer they talk, the more things are exposed. Like it couldn't, like you could, again, you couldn't yeah. just take the loudest L I've ever seen somebody take. So if so, would, then would lend itself to, if he wanted you, would you have done this? If you had been yeah. the chosen one, would you have done this? Because from where I sit, you know, Every, you know, sadly, you know, she's not the first woman to be done bad by a man and she won't be the last, and sadly, she won't be the last one. And convert, there's a dude right now crying over a girl who's like, you know, I thought she cared for me and it, no. And she didn't, you know. Uh, But I really, I really believe that, you know, social media now gives us a, gives us an acceptable form of narcissism where, you know, you have people who follow you, you know, to this, to this point that they want to put you on a pedestal and some, and, and inevitably when you prove to be human and they knock you down, then you know, Oh, look at her, look how he fell. You know, so it, and you know, I, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of when you date to set your criteria, you know, whether, you, you know, no matter whom you date, you know, have your criteria set. Like if y'all are just going to, you know, Netflix and chill, say that, yeah. you know, if you don't want a relationship, say that. You know, and the, allegedly, you know, the conversation was like, well, you know, what do you think about being poly? To me, as a ha- as a woman who seeks, uh, you know, cis het monogamous relationship, that's a red flag to me. I don't want to talk to someone who who asks me, are you interested? Hey, are you interested in poly? No, because I'm green. I don't know how to share. So I'm so so to keep me off the news. Let's not. Let's just not visit this. Yeah. Let's, to keep me off the news and I don't because I don't know what I might do let's just let's just move I'm gonna move past that no I don't I don't consider that's not something I do that's something I do. and I mean the, I feel like the biggest takeaway from all of this for for the children is yes. um don't raw dog somebody you met on social media that part that, that I thought that went without saying but clearly we gotta let the kids know don't do that that's not a good idea you know, from from two people of a certain age like don't do that that's yeah. the word. don't do that don't don't do that because the, because inevitably the, you know in the in the age that the kids now live in some your business will your business will be on an app yeah don't do that it's not it's not cute thank you like but this is the loudest l i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> If they take, man, like, like clearly it wasn't good enough for him to be like, okay, you the one. Yeah. <laughs> and you're and you're legit mad about that. You fucking do, and so did you. Right. <laughs> so, so you you knew, and so did he. And I mean, he, you. She's not the first one. She's not the first. As my grandma would say, you know, she's not the first one to be to be fooled by a lying ass man. 
You know, <laughs> you ain't the first. But charge it to the game and keep moving. Yeah. I mean, at, at, at this point, like, if, if my voice ever became a viral sound for, you know, knock on wood, God forbid, you know, I'm not ever going to find myself in a situation like this. But if my voice became, you know, a fucking meme, I would pull off the app for a while. I really would. I would just be like, somebody take my phone. Right. I need a burner flip phone for like three months. Just let, let the world forget me right quick. Yeah. Like go on lockdown and just, you know, let this die. But. And plus, I would probably, I would actually be like, Suge, um, I'm, I'm, if you don't put up your phone, I'm coming to wherever you are. <laughs> if you don't put up your phone, I'm right. coming wherever you are. And I'm going to take it. So um, last time you were here, uh, we we gave away uh, some spoilers to the newest uh, Spider-Man film. Um, yeah. I got <laughs> I got more than a couple angry emails about that. I regret uh-huh. nothing. <laughs> They'll be all right. I'm used to um, screaming now, so yeah. So uh, what? Since then, uh, they have further released out the uh, Marvel schedule for like the next 75 years or something. Um, but it feels like that. It feels like that. What, what projects are you looking forward to? I'm actually, I actually am looking forward to uh, Love and Thunder. I've heard some really good things about that. Um, I really wish Wakanda Forever would hurry up and be pulled out of purgatory. Uh, really for that, and I'm actually looking forward to uh, Doctor Strange's uh, Multiverse of Madness. I'm really yes. looking forward. To that. Uh, I was talking to uh, Bay about it, and I said, "Now, it'll be me being you know the nerd that I am, I said what Marvel has done now with uh, No Way Home is give us fulcrum. Now we have a whole universe to spin around. Uh, I don't think that people, you know, here I go, you know, waxing as an Eternal Spidey girl, but the thing that um, can you know the thing that I think is most cool about this now is you know are we at, are we on Earth six one six and if so what Earth is Toby on and if so where is Andrew so now so now we have you know room for the Secret Wars now we have room for all these other things that can kind of come in and and uh, and and be and be pitched and be made but the thing that I'm actually also waiting for is I'm really rating on the Miles Morales uh, live action because at, at this point at this point it has to happen because you, you, if you can put you know Toby Spidey and Andrew Spidey and Tom Spidey all in a, all in one movie you have no excuses Kevin Feige we are looking at you well you and no- there was there was an easter egg in No Way Home uh Jamie Foxx's Electro specifically says there must be a black Spider-Man somewhere. Yeah, and the, I remember because I was like the mom for um, <laughs> for my dedicated Marvel nerds in the other room. Uh, I took them opening night because I I have the kid that's like I just gotta know what's going on. So so uh, <laughs> we went. I was like the mom of my row. 
So I'm like, sweet. So I'm like shushing like the people around. And uh, it was really cool. And so when he said that um, there were a, there were like a group of black folks like in the back of us and uh, they were like, yeah. So I'm like, so clearly we, it, and it feels almost like it's not even almost at this point, us as the black blur fandom are like the parents looking for our missing child. We know you have him. We know you have him. Where is he? Where, yeah, again, which goes back into a whole other dissertation of how, you know, uh, people of color, black people are uh, depicted in animation. You know, we're, it's good enough to have somebody to voice that, but to see them and to see them is something totally different, which goes into the, you know, the continuous argument of representation. But now with, you know, with this, you know, fulcrum by which to swing and swing around, you know, pun intended, you know, we, there, ha there has to be room for more storytelling. Um, you know, again, one of my favorite people in the world is Christopher, is Christopher Priest, who is still alive, who said that, you know, a real writer can write anything. You know, you have, you have more um, black, comic, black comic writers and writers and artists than, than, any, than any other time with so many opportunities. We know that um, Ironheart is soon to come to Disney+. Plus. Uh, we know also, if for all us dedicated nerds, we know that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was asked, you know, should Iron should Riri Williams Ironheart be a part of the MCU? And he said, yeah. So I mean, so the, so these things have to happen. These things have to happen. And even in the the credits for No Way Home, um, it gives a special thanks to I think Avi uh, or Avi Arad, who you know dreamed up this particular this particular movie. So I mean, if these if these things if these things can happen for um, traditionally white characters, then there is definitely room for those whom are not white, you know, who are not cishet, who are not cishet male. You know, there's, there's room, you know, our, our favorite grandpa in the world, you know, Stan Lee said, you know, the Marvel universe is the world outside your window. So my window doesn't just have cishet white men in it. It doesn't. And, you know, and I'm kind of grateful for that but at the same time, it's this, it's this reminder that this is really what needs to happen. The next, the next, you know, we keep talking about, you know, Marvel phase, whatever. What about Marvel phase representation? Yeah. What about, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting, I personally, you know, am waiting on the Miles Morales uh, live action movie because it, it has to happen. It's, only, it, it's not even if now. To me, it's a matter of when. Exactly. No matter of when, like I'm, I'm also waiting for like this, the stat, the uh, the static shock, uh, <laughs> the static yes. shock. Like I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for that. I'm, uh, there are, um, there, there are so many, there are so many things that I'm actually that I'm actually waiting for, um, that haven't actually gotten gotten there yet, and it's kind of you kind of wish that uh, Marvel would keep pace with your with <laughs> with your own imagination, but I'm forward to I'm looking forward to multiverse of madness because now I'm looking at it not just as a fan but as a writer and that is as a writer but a writer who is black like okay where do where do I see him or where do I where where are these people going to um you know appear next like if you can make uh Thor's love interest Valkyrie come on man <laughs> like, yeah. like quit playing with like quit playing in our face man quit playing quit playing because we quit playing just, just tell us, just tell us when the movie is so we can go. Just tell us when the movie is. <laughs>
Well, and it's um, in one of the latest uh, trailers, it kind of uh, confirmed a leak that um, the the group in Marvel Comics, uh, the Illuminati, which, you know, members include Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, uh, Charles Xavier, um, Mm -hmm. blatantly obvious that was Patrick Stewart's voice. Right. You know, so that opens us up to the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. Right. And, you know, you're you're looking at the Miles Morales live action film. I'm like, okay, so can we get the Storm solo film? Ooh, that's that. You don't want me to weigh in on that. You don't you don't want me to weigh in on that. (laughs) You don't want me to one of the reasons I I want I want a storm standalone movie, but here, but here is my take as to why that won't happen because they can't do Phoenix right. Gene Gene Gray something just like just like it just really feels being being a being a female comic fan is complicated because you see powerful beautiful women. This is awesome. They have complex backstories. This is lit. And then when you see them on screen, they shrink them. Like when I saw like the original, you know, set of X-Men movie movies, and I and I saw, you know, Famka Jens, Jens, Jensen, who was amazing as Jean Grey. Like she's yes. like we that like was it, flawless casting. It was beautiful. Yes, her for everything. And then when you saw how they just took everything that Phoenix is and was, and like just and like reduced her to like this. I mean, it was it was. I likened it to having a um, skyscraper transform to smash the size of a remote control. And even in Dark Phoenix, I was I was like, okay. I told a good girlfriend of mine, uh, Tanya Ransom, who runs the podcast Night, like, hey, Tanya. <laughs> uh, told her that um, this is either going to be awesome or horrible. That there will be no in between. Jen, why you say that? I'm like, because Marvel seems to have a problem with powerful women. Like even in the comics, uh, Dark, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix took over. She had the Incon Crystal, all hell broke loose, you know, and she, she destroyed an inhabited planet. Now, granted, that's horrible, right? That's horrible. How many times has Thanos snapped, snapped people, killed people, and they just and they, they just run they just run along. He killed half the universe for death. And the killer party is she made him immortal because she's like, I don't want him in my <laughs> I don't want him in my realm. <laughs> I don't want him. But he keeps chasing after her. And she's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I don't want you here. You know how mad you gotta make a woman for her to say, I don't, I'm just gonna give you immortality because I don't want you having my fucking face. But one of the reasons why I really believe they, they won't make a storm movie because they can't get they can't get Gene right. Yeah. They can't they can't they can't get Gene right. I think that one I think that the thing that was missing from um, Dark Phoenix was the same thing that was missing when um, I think it was Sony who did Queen of the Dam with with uh, Leah. You missed the source yeah. material. You don't have yeah. you don't have nearly enough people who are familiar with the source material. So now you have. This, you know, this 
gobbledygook for lack of a better word and y'all, and y'all are just like piecing through this oh we're gonna we're gonna pull some of this and this is gonna be lit and it's gonna make a hundred million dollars no because there are still people who are in, who are invested and versed in the source material do you know how angry the planet would be if they messed up aurora monroe oh it, shit it was just, oh, oh, oh my gosh bro I mean, I mean, okay. To be to be fair, uh, they they have already fucked up with you know the apocalypse film, and then but yes. yes, I feel like the the best way to <clears throat> handle the the Phoenix Saga and then you know the Dark Phoenix Saga is to do it to approach it the same way that the first four phases of the MCU did with the Avengers and Thanos. Like, yes, couple yes. solo films, yes. big group film, let's set this off. Yes. More solo film, you know, show how it affects, you know, the characters. Because, right. you know, the Phoenix thing was, it affected the entire universe. Right. Right. No. Right. And but. then and then, you know, it, it spin it splinters off into, you know, and, and even if they were to do Phoenix correctly, even if even if we were to like be super nerds real quick and just break that up into like four or five phases, right? The first phase, you you could only do this right if you were to just study where Gene would be then, then jump back, jump backward into phase two. So that's where we kind of get backstory and things like that, where she meets Scott and then, you know another solo film and then you kind of introduce Emma then you introduce the white queen because she's yeah. still in love with Scott there and there and there's that and there's also there's a reality where Scott and Emma end up together and there's a reality yep. by uh Jean and Scott are together and they have Rachel and then Rachel becomes a female so if you, so because she is so dense because there is so much going on because Jean is only one of the few X-Men who actually got her powers before puberty and Xavier had to quiet people. Forget Xavier had to quiet Phoenix, so so Jean would not totally break in half. So the Phoenix Force had, well, the Sonic Force had already been with her. So in order to really do that justice, you have to just like we grew, just like we had to watch Tony grow up, just like we yeah. had just had to watch Thor realize that he, you know, that he could that he could just do, he that he truly was worthy, just like we watched Cap grow up from from uh, you know. My my daughter loves to go where he goes language, and then you know when everything else happens in England, let's go get sort of a bit. So we have, so we so you have to give the you have to give us time to adapt to this again because she. But again, here we go, right? Because Marvel seems to have a problem with powerful women. So how even though they did, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson with um with Black Widow, there were, I can't tell you how many how many comments I had filtered through on my own portion of the internet writing my particular take on it. And you know there were there were guys who were saying, "Oh, that was just a throwaway movie." Not to a little girl, it wasn't. No, absolutely. Not to not to a little girl. Not and if you watch the movie, if you watch you know all you know portions of the of the Avengers saga, Nat was integral in every in every part mm-hmm. of it. So how dare you then say, because it didn't totally center men, that it must not be important for for some for the little girls that I know in my world who are. Uh, Marvel fans, they needed that movie. Mm-hmm. So 
though for for uh, Marvel to really do a storm movie and do it justice, they really have to get this part right. And they and yeah. there's and they seem. I mean, it's um, it's like y- y'all are almost there, but not quite. You're like uh, almost there, but not quite. Like you, like y'all could have really made Black Widow prior to right now, because oh, you know, in right right after Civil War, like y'all could have made this movie prior to right now. I mean, y'all made Captain Marvel, and then you know, and uh, it fits at the beginning of the saga if you want to like just follow it all the way out. But again, it's this, it's this, which, you know, which goes to the work of writing and space making things like that, where you can't, you, where representation has to be, has to be made and maintained at all costs. But when representation is powered by capitalism, these types of things happen. You know, they're never going to make a, a good storm movie until they get these elements together because her, her backstory is complicated. You know, really, if we want to, you know, search that out, you know, uh, Stan Lee's been calling black women goddesses for like 60 years because that's storm affects (laughs) affects electromagnetic fields. What do electromagnetic fields uh, produce? Weather. What what in theory, what does Milnir what does Milnir help help Thor do? Manipulate electromagnetic fields. What is that? In this case, thunder and lightning. What is that? It's, it's nothing but electricity. So, how does Thor get to be a god and storm? But that's a whole other castle. Yeah. But storm, but storm, I, but storm doesn't. But storm doesn't get 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 that title. But that that's yeah. that's oh, that's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I will I will admit that when it was announced that uh, the absolutely brilliant uh, Michaela Cole. Yes. was cast in uh, Wakanda Forever, yes. my mind immediately went, that's fucking Storm. Because <laughs> she's been she's been my fan cast for Storm for years. But apparently she's, she's playing somebody else. And I'm only slightly disappointed by that because I was like, Michaela Cole has, she is the correct skin color to play Storm. Right. She has mm-hmm. the, like, face card unmatched like her bone structure unparalleled yeah just just give it to her just give it to her but that's neither um here nor there going back to uh miles morales uh do you have (laughs) in a perfect world if you were in charge of casting that part who would you cast did not feel old greg thanks uh, but if if the if the world if the world were perfect, I'm trying to think of any. I'm trying to think of. See, this is what happens when all you do is read and read and go to work. But, <laughs> but um, the ide- ideally, you know what? No, um, J D. Shad, the young man who voiced Simba in the last in the uh, in the Lion King live action. Hit. Oh, okay, yeah. He. I think I think he's 12, 13 now. I think so. He he would be ex- he would be an excellent Miles Morales. He would be excellent. I really I really think that um, in the right casting of that, just just like what happened with um, Chadwick Boseman for um, for Black Panther, I really think that the right casting for that would just that that's just I just that would just be culturally iconic. So he he would then you know be and become and remain you know 
Miles Morales, but, the, but at the same time, th th but this is why these, you know, conversations need, need to take place. Not necessarily, you know, just on, you know, these greater platforms, but even, you know, amongst the, amongst the fandom. The problem is that there are too many portions and too many factions of the fandom that are racist. Like, yep. like Spider-Man can't be black. Spider-Man can't like a black girl. Man, look, Tom Hollins clearly, clearly would like, would right. Every time you see Tom, he with a pretty black girl now. Every time, every time you see him, every day, him and Zendaya look real happy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but again, if we truly are going to, are going to uh, adapt to that verbiage that says Marvel, the Marvel is the world outside the Marvel universe is the world outside your outside your window. That has to be representative of all the people looking out of windows. It can't just be, you know, yeah. the window like. You know, again, which goes back into, you know, this idea of what do you what do you do with these powerful with these powerful sentient characters that that are not cishet white and male, like you know the one thing my sister would my sister Ashley would like just drive home all the time is that you know they were she goes what is she goes they were fooled by Superman like glasses they were fooled by glass for fifty years and that ain't making any sense you know but but at the same time you know in the construct by which he, and people for and I don't know if people know but. Mm -hmm. Superman is a Nietzschean concept. You know, it's a, a concept from Frederick Nietzsche. But from the from the age that uh, he, that Spider Man was that Spider Man was constructed versus when Batman was was constructed, and Superman, you have you have this trope of you know the Great White Hope. That ain't yeah. everybody. And then now you know here come you know Jack Kirby and Christopher Priest and all these other people. And make this dynamic character that has lasted, you know, the, the next, you know, 60, 60 some odd years now. So it can't, it can't just be the hero can't the hero can't always be cis head white because we've seen that movie. Um, yeah. we, we've, seen, we've seen that movie. Like, can we get can we please get something else? I don't want any more of this. I don't want, I mean, as as much as I love No Way Home, I'm like, but where is Miles? Yeah. But where is Miles? But where, but where is my, you know, okay, into the spider, and then you know, somebody in the fan would it will eventually say, well, what about what about uh, Into the Spider Verse? That's a that's an animated movie. That's that's great, it's great. But where's like where's a live action movie? Yeah, where that's that's a good first step. Right. Let's let's build let's build on that. Let's, let's, let's build yeah. on that. Let's do that. That's good. But let let's keep moving that forward. Let's keep keep doing that it's good job but let's keep let's keep going what else can, what else can we do what else can we do yeah it just it it reminds me of um the and it feels like forever ago that it happened but you know the amount of white people tears when it was announced that Halle Bailey was playing Ariel Right. People lost their fucking minds and they're like, Ariel can't be black. It's like, well, she's a fucking mermaid. She can be whatever color she wants. Like, I mean, if you want to get technical, Hans Christian Anderson, when he wrote her, Ariel was green. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, I mean, I mean the, you know, the, the one thing I have encountered, you know, even with the incel based fandom, especially again being black cis het woman and you know in liking this genre is that when you throw facts at them they just they they brought they ball up like you know like you threw salt on like you threw salt on slug oh my god she knows truth oh my god, oh my god. you know and they fight, <laughs> fight 
Like one, mermaids don't exist. So that's one. Second, uh, Han, when Hans Christian Anderson made this, uh, it she was green. And uh, in order to get her legs, you know, they were bloody, they, she was walking on the sand. They were bloody because, you know, like some of y'all just are not really ready for what for what some of these fairy tales actually mean, and because it, because from certain portions there, of the there world, wasn't a happy ending. She turned no, no, to fucking seafoam at the end. Right. You know, we we some of y'all really aren't ready for that. Some of y'all just really believe that Disney wrote fairy tales. Y'all just really believe that. Y'all just just really believe that. And then when you're confronted with truth, oh my god, no! And the, but there's nothing you can do to count to to counter to counter that. You know, just like when. Uh, which you know dovetails nicely into you know now with um, then oh I'm also I'm also hyped for the for new for the newest Harry Potter prequel, I'll really hype really hyped for that, and the one thing that you know I I too you know am a believer in Christ and I make no mis- I no, make no mistake about that I take my Jesus wherever I go, and uh, <laughs> you know you ha- I I've actually gotten to knock out drag house with my mother. You know who's also you know very you know very conservative on certain on certain things. She asked me. She goes, you know, Jen, are you gonna let your daughter read Harry Potter? I'm like, yeah. You can't, you know, in the laundry list of talking points as to why they, she shouldn't read it. And you know the you know me you know like Hawkeye, I have air I have an arrow for that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm like at the same time then I then you shouldn't have ever let me read King Arthur. <laughs> then you never should have let me read. You know, you know, yeah, there's a wizard. You know. There's a there's a wizard there's a wizard there's a lady in a lake there's adultery there's murder like there's a like Morgan Le Fay and uh, Arthur are really siblings because Arthur's father had a spell and slept with Morgan's mom y- y- y'all aren't ready f- y'all really aren't ready for these kind of conversations you know at the same you know and also C.S. Lewis the famous Christian apologist you know he wrote the line the witch in the wardrobe the white witch is an allegory for Satan. The Aslan, Aslan is an allegory for Christ. I mean, so all these all these things are wrapped in his work, and the most dynamic of those works is uh, the Screw Tape Letters, which is he, which is him as C.S. Lewis writing this play. And I think it's like a, I think it's like a one man. I want to say it's like a one act play, and uh, this this demon Screw Tape is speaking to another, uh, speaking to his underling Wormwood about how to get people to go to hell. This is a this. I mean, so while y'all are, oh, it's evil. It's evil. You cannot, you know, perpetual, <laughs> perpetual English major in the chat. I'm like, I'm like y'all cannot be outraged by this. You 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 can't you can't be outraged because if you read certain portions of the Bible, they're worse. I'm just just saying, just there's certain portions, especially in the Old Testament, that are worse. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're worse. And then if you read, and then you know, if you're a history nerd like me and a Bible nerd like me, then you go to portion of the New Testament. Most of the most of the apostles were murdered under mur- murdered under uh, Roman rule, uh, especially Nero, who liked to set people let uh, Christians be tortured in his guard. We forget that part. So you know, we you know, literature is complicated. And you know, Kevin Smith said this. He's like, well, you no, know, he said that comics now are our new mythology people for you know people forget all the time that you know that people are actually worshiping you know diana people are actually worshiping zeus people were actually worshiping aphrodite you know they're you know uh so you can't this this outrage of you can't let your kid read this which goes into you know this debate now about crt and book banning and everything else 
at this point, as it relates to book banning, just say your Meemaw is on page 308. Just, <laughs> just, just, just admit, just admit, you know, just admit that your family album is in the history book and you don't want anybody to know that. So, I mean, yeah. one, you know, one of the, one of the things that is awesome about, you know, representation in these conversations is it forces us to look inward and be like, you know what? I did enjoy that book when I was little. I did enjoy this. This, you know, this movie made me feel this way, and it made and it made me look this this work up. And so it's it's spot it's spiral. So I mean, I told a friend of mine, I'm like, you can't be mad at J.K. Rowling. She got an entire generation of children reading again. You know, you uh, an entire generation of kids reading again. You can't take it. You can't. It's problematic as she can be. Right. You can't. Take, you can't can be mad at her for being transphobic trash. Like you can right. absolutely be mad at her for that. You can absolutely, we can absolutely, we can absolutely be mad for that. We can absolutely be mad on how she did Snape and how Snape really loved. We can talk all day about that. And we can also, you know, drag, you know, George R.R. Martin in this, in this too, be like, and just punch him in the face for Joffrey. Like we, like, we, like we, we as the reading nerding fandom have multiple, you know, tears of outrage but the thing that i the thing that you know i you know my bass drum kick is you can't tell kids what not to read because it, it is through reading by which they get to explore the world they get to ask questions they get to critically think they they get to do that you know even with you know the avenue of um uh you know hero worship as it relates you know to marvel i mean they some kids need to see that like like damn sometimes the good guys get that get they ask for even with even with the best plan and at the same time, but you find you find a way to to rally and win. It may take you a minute, but the story doesn't end because you lost. I mean, you know, uh, one of my favorite people in the world is still, you know, Neil Gaiman. And he's like, you know, one of the things that keeps him writing is, uh, you know, the what his he said his son was like maybe three or four. And he was you know, he was writing and his son, his son, yeah, his son kept saying that, you know, and then what happens? The most powerful, he said, the most powerful four four words are, and then what happens? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I've really been living in that like my entire life. Like, and then what? And then what happens? You know, even you know, even the you know, for the basis of this podcast, and then what happens? Like, if we get the storm movie, <laughs> and, what, and then what happens? Like, okay, if Toby, like if Toby McGuire, if Toby McGuire now his 46 year old self gets to be Spidey again, and then what happens? You know, if we get Miles Morales, and then what happens? And then if they do Carnage, right? And then what happens? You know, it's and it's it, it, this this compulsory need we as human beings have to tell stories. And one of the one of the dopest things I heard about that was we tell stories in order to survive. And I really believe that. You know, some sometimes you have you have to tell yourself the story to either keep going, to warn, or to uh, or to tell or to encourage someone else not to die while they're going through it. So, you know, there's a there's a responsibility to that, which leads further into representation. This is why I'm going to grad school, Greg. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so I could be Professor Harris doing this type of stuff. That's right, Professor Harris. Yes. I think I'll have a flask on this. It'll be great. That'll be fantastic. That would be fantastic. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have you. When you become Professor Harris, I will 
I will have a flask made for you that says Polyjuice Potion. Yes! <laughs> yes! I knew, I knew you loved me the best. Yes! Like, Professor, what's in that? None of your business. None of your business. It keeps me employed. Keeps me, em- keeps, right. keeps me employed. So as is tradition on this show, we have come to the random questions game. Yay! Um, some of these questions are new. Uh, some of them are the same as you answered last time, uh, but we'll just consider it for the new listeners of the show who may not be familiar with you. Awesome. So what was your first job ever? Oh my gosh. My first job ever was actually a well, like paid job or like, does it matter? Don't matter. My first job was actually uh, babysitting my my younger my younger brother, <laughs> and then uh, babysitting my younger cousins. So I, there was a reason why I waited way into my twenties to have children. I'm like, no, nah, I don't. This this is this ain't what I want right now. No. This, What is your guilty pleasure? Eating in bed. Okay. That's that's actually that's a pretty popular answer to this question. Like eating, eating in bed. Like some like some days I'm like, ooh, I have snacks in here and I don't have to get up. I don't have to leave my room to get up. <laughs> snacks. So yes, the eating and eating in bed is a huge guilty pleasure. If aliens landed on Earth tomorrow and offered to take you with them, would you go? At this point, I don't, at this point, I have like a laundry list. Like, I don't where places I don't want to go. Like, if they're staying, <laughs> if they're staying in the Milky Way galaxy, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But if they're, but if they're going beyond the Milky Way galaxy, yes. Because I actually watched this one uh, YouTube video about you know how big it one was, uh, how deep is the ocean. The other one was how big is space? And I happened to watch how big is space. Dude, I was like, this, I'm like, I felt real smart until I until I watched this. Cause it, it's like, it's like it, you know, it goes from you know, Earth, you know, then the interstellar, the interstellar uh, you know, neighborhood, then the then the greater, then the outs, then the outset, then the galaxies, and then, you know, and then it goes into what they call the observable universe. I'm like, oh my fucking goodness. Like, like, oh my God. like, are, like, like, so, and then, you know, the nerd in me is like, so when, so on Star Trek, like when they hit warp speed, bitch, like, are they leaving the observable galaxy? Like, like, I, like, I need to peep what that is like, like, that's what I want to do. So if y'all are leaving like the Milky Way gal, I want to go. But if y'all are staying here, no, I don't, this is, this neighborhood is good. I want to move. I don't yeah. want to, no. Where y'all can't figure out if Pluto is a star or a planet. I I want to leave. I want to roll leave. the windows up, lock the doors, don't make eye right. contact with anybody. Because they might be begging for something. No, we don't have. <laughs> I don't even have patience. I can't. I can't. I, I need the patience nor attention to pay you. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Whitney or Mariah? Whitney. That is correct. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> If you could commit any crime and get away with it, what crime would you pick? This week, burglary. Okay. 
burglary. Who are we robbing? Man, everybody. <laughs> Man, everybody. Look, we, we're just gonna go, we're just gonna go to knock over Will Spark. You, you remember uh in the dark night where all where all those uh Joker clowns just like jumped out, just like jumped out. Yes. <laughs> we're doing very much that, yeah. It. And then jumping back in the bus. Like it's it's just gonna be mayhem, but we're gonna have all the money though. And nobody have to die. We just gonna we just gonna bust in, take everything, everybody go on the fucking floor, and then like run out. But that just and not just like just really not even on some Robin Hood shit. All this is ours. Just yes. just all this is ours. We took all the risk, Greg. We took all the risk. <laughs> and gas is high, so we can't even have right. anybody. Right. Gas can't do it. We're really robbing a bank to put gas on the car. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it took me $54 to fill up last week. I, I was fighting the air. I was like, how much? I'm like, why is this not click yet? Why is this not click? I'm like, I, Delta is ratchet. Yeah. Now, Delta is ratchet. Uh, what is what is a film that most people hated, but that you just absolutely love? <sighs> Um, now I, th- I think actually one, one of those movies is, um, hmm. the movie, I think, I don't think a whole lot of people like Tar, like the Tarzan, like, uh, Disney animated, ver- animated movie, but I actually really like that. I actually really, I, I actually have Trash in the Camp on my, <laughs> on my Apple, on Apple music. I like that <laughs> <laughs> Look, Phil Collins was in his bag when he yes. wrote that soundtrack. Right. I'm like, all they're doing is scatting. This is, I'm like, somebody get, El-, but at that time, I think Ella Fitzgerald was already gone. But I'm like, y'all could have yeah. had Ella turn and just turn this the fuck out. Like, y'all just could have had Ella and made it perfect. You wouldn't have needed me. You wouldn't even have needed any beats. You just had, you just had Ella. Yep. What is a film that you could or have uh, watched over and over and never get sick of? <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like 19 hours long, but I'll, I'll let you have it. <laughs> it's, two, it's two hours long, Greg. It's two hours long. And it's like 25 years old now. Shut up, really? Dude, I mean, it came out like, what, 91? When can't when Keanu was real younger looking and what and Winona Ryder was like this like quintessential thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice, Greg. She's trying, she's trying to be better. She's a she's a she's a she's a mom on television and she's trying to be better. She's trying just, to be better. Like it 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 will forever boggle my mind that someone in the early '90s decided that Winona Ryder should be in all the period films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her and Keanu Reeves doing period films, and I'm like, with with those Valley accents, y'all, y'all got y'all got those two. They got them too. With 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 Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Who who he's he's really my. If I could like pick a grandfather, it would be him. If I could like pick one. And like put them together like Miss Potato Head, it would be it would be Anthony Hopkins, sir. Anthony Hopkins. He he is absolutely adorable on uh, Twitter. He posts like videos from time to time, just yeah. like 
he'll either be reading poetry or just, you know, checking in. Hey, how are you? And I'm like, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> and you, you kind of want, you kind of want to, you kind of want to ask him, Grandpa, are you okay? Like yeah, you're just like he's like you're just roaming around. Like Grandpa, it's it's uh, it's dangerous um, outside. <laughs> it's dangerous. Like it's it's still a pan. It's you know we still in the Panda Express. Like there's there's like crazy people. Um, we think Putin had a stroke and he's like trying to blow up the world. Um, this is great that you're reading Dickinson, but are you alone? <laughs> are, are, you, are you safe? Are you safe? Like who has like who has the who has your phone? Yeah. Like are like are you okay? Do you do you need us to come get you? Did you eat yet? Are you do you know where you are? <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like, oh, this is lovely. Oh, Anthony Hopkins is 80 some odd years old and just roaming around the world by himself. But I mean, yeah. he used well, he was Hannibal Lecter, so I'm think so he he will be fine. Right. He will in some end he will be fine. It, um, anytime he posts a video, it kind of reminds me of, um, Dame Judy Dench's grandson who is on TikTok and posts the videos of, uh, him like telling her like riddles and stuff. Did just the most adorable videos. Um, uh, he, he very much looks like Ed Sheeran. Um, but... <laughs> but yeah it reminds me of that that is that is precious and she gets him every single time that is hilarious what is your favorite christmas song uh favorite christmas song is still is still a little drummer boy I've always liked that one. Like that. There's a, there's a there's a very there's a very there's a there's a solemnness to that, and there's and there's a cadence to that, that I've always liked. It's not you know like totally sad, but it's like man, especially the the line that goes, "I I am a poor boy too," you know, pa rumpa pum pum. So I've so you know this whole idea of all I have is this one thing, and I'm gonna do this as like best I can, which is uh, kind of like my my mantra for you know doing this faith thing like i may not have everything i need but i have this one thing and that you've clearly given me so i'm gonna do that as best i can and uh you know go for go forth and do good i love that (laughs) i'm wise right i'm wise sometimes (laughs) if you had an extra twenty dollars to spend on yourself you had to spend it on yourself you could Mm -hmm. not buy food what would you buy? Gas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you gas. Go, what do you what are you gonna do with half a gallon of gas though? I don't know. Well, I have a, <laughs> I have I have a sedan, so I, and I work from home. Y'all be fine. Y'all be fine. I I could rock a half take of gas for a week and a half. Yes, I can. I'll be fine. And I do and I do Instacart. It'll be fine. Oh, okay. I don't I don't have to go anywhere. And my kids take the bus. I'll be fine. What is the best show on television right now? Dude, I'm not even watching TV like that right now. Can I? 
The one thing I, that I think is really cool that I found on Netflix is the Andy Warhol diaries. I'm like okay. something um, because Ryan Murphy clearly has decided that he's going to take over the world. He like he's just clearly decided that this is what he's going to do, and I'm and I'm here for everything that he does. I'm, I'm here for that. So the other, but before um, anything else, the best show on television was Pose. Loved Pose. I loved Pose. I still, I still do. I'm waiting on season three because I didn't actually didn't finish season three. Um, oh, okay. I actually didn't finish it. Um, so I'm really waiting on that to be on Netflix. But everything else, like I, like life would stop on Sunday to watch FX. Like I'm like my house, like my house, we got to get done. This writing got to wait because I, got, I gotta see what's, I gotta see what's going on. But I mean, but it, but for me, you know, it was, it was powerful because I grew up in you know uh, I was born in 80, I was born in 81 so I've never known a time where there was not AIDS I've never yeah. I've never known a time where this like was not a part of my reality uh so I remember being you know maybe like well we we're old enough for, to remember Ryan White so I mean this yeah. so so it's this idea of this, this was, you know, this was a part of my childhood and didn't even know and didn't even know. And to me, Pose is, is, an, is a continued exercise in empathy. Like, you know, it's not this, you know, this life just just is not just about me. You know, even with um, how like like season like season one was amazing. And then season two, I like I was just like, I'm like, uh, like, whatever this is, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> And I'm like, cause, I mean, because the, the thing that I think that was so dynamic about it is it was not these caricatures of queer people. It was yeah. not these caricatures of trans people, or especially trans women, trans women of color. And me as a cishet woman in these in these spaces, it's it's a it's a reminder that, you know, the you know, there were more trans women than Janet Mock. Yeah. So it's to me, it's an ex, it's an exercise in empathy and 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 the, and it brings a dimension to writing for me that if I'm going if I say I'm going to you know write regardless of um of representation as it were I have to include other people in that reality like for any world that I build again it can't just be it can't just be people who look like me there has to be some kind of there has to be diversity which makes literature amazing so the best show on television was Pose but I've fallen into the, the Andy Warhol diaries and I'm like, I had to make myself go to sleep because it was real, real good. I'm on like season, I'm on like the second season. No, I'm on, it's only one season. So I'm like halfway through the second episode. And it's, it's important to note with Pose, it, you know, the cast is actual queer people and right. actual trans women. Yes. Um, and that was, that, you know, as, as as a gay person like seeing you know stories of my community told by actual members of my community right so important right you know i which is again this this radical work of representation it's ongoing um you i need for you to check out abbott elementary which is the best show on television I, right now. I, I I heard that it is. I just, I I, ha, I haven't watched it yet. I've heard nothing but amazing things. I just have, I just have to watch it. Yeah, it is. It is the funniest, the absolute best show on television right now. 
how how many alarms do you set uh, to wake up in the morning? Two. Just two. Wow. Two. All right. Well, I've been a mom almost twenty years, Greg. So oh, I'm, I'm wow. like rage and half sleep and caffeine, all that power. <laughs> so, but two. If I invited you to a barbecue, what would you bring? Liquor and sides. Excellent. <laughs> Two of my favorite things. Yes. 